You know that feeling, that inkling inside that's saying, I know there's more. I know there is a whole new level of joy, new career, new business. You want to make a bigger difference. Well, you definitely want to tune in right here, right now to the Scale or Fail show so we can figure out your meant for more. Welcome to the Scale or Fail Show. I am Allison Maslin. I am your business mentor. And on the Scale or Fail Show, we work hard to help you break through to that next level in your business. And scaling is all about multiplying your profits, multiplying your impact, and your growth. And this is the perfect example of that because really scaling is about stepping into your greatest version of your life. And so today I have a very special guest that's not only going to help you figure out what that what is, but actually how to get there. So uh, inside of every one of us is that feeling, like I said, that just won't go away. That internal knowing that we are meant for more. You know that feeling? I'm sure you can relate. Lisa Sasevich had that feeling and used it to propel her into a life of abundance and contribution beyond her wildest dreams. And we're going to talk all about this amazing woman. She went from being fired from her dream job right before Christmas Eve to building a home-based business that generated over $40 million while she was raising two young children. She's known by many as the queen of sales conversion and has taught over 15,000 mission-driven entrepreneurs in over 134 countries around the world and so, but her technique is that it's not salesy. Like you, you know, she's just, it's really about helping you to step into your, again, greatest version. So today's Lisa is here to share what she is call, calling her meant for more formula, her brand new book. So, so excited you're here. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. This has been, uh, you know, it, it's kind of, it's like uh, when you're birthing a child and you have your favorite people in your life that you get closest to during those most important times. And that feels like this. So thank you. Thanks yeah. For and me. I mean, really uh, Lisa and I have known each other for quite some time yeah. and we've been in a very similar space. Yes. Similar business for a lot and been a real big support to one another. So yeah. it's really, when she said her book was coming out, I was like, oh my God, I want <laughs> you on my show. Well, and, you, uh, when, when Scale or Fail came out, I mean, I, I felt the same way. As you know, we had to put it in the hands of all of our clients, friends. I mean, if Allison was going to put what she knows in a few hundred pages, we all want a copy. So I, I, I really appreciate that you have that same feeling with my new baby. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think it's cool to just touch on this because here we are in a similar industry yeah. and we support each other. We share, like you were just sharing some strategies with me earlier, yes, right? Yes. And uh, for some events that we have coming up. And so, um, I, and it's all really based on generosity. Yeah. Which, you know, I find is 
uh, just the best way to go through life, right? I, I agree. I, in fact, over the last decade, you know, I, there's something about that decade of 40s to 50s um, that I've been really creating my own definition of leadership uh, from having the privilege of so many great folks following our work. All of a sudden, I turned around and went, I'm leading. Yeah. You know, the goal wasn't to be a leader, it was to make right. a difference. But happened? then you look and like Forrest Gump, you're walking and there's all these people. <laughs> and um, you know that was a dream come true in and of itself. But I, I have come to the conclusion for myself that the definition of leadership, my definition is it's generosity plus courage, Yeah. right? Plus compassion. And when I use that definition as my North Star, whether I'm growing my company or as I recently did, taking it to a size that fits a life of, with two teenagers, right. um, you know, very consciously, both directions, when I use that definition of you know, being generous, courageous, and compassionate, mm -hmm. I wake up uh, with the kind of leader, that, being the kind of leader I wanna be, and probably even better than that, surrounded by Lead, like-minded leaders like you that that sing that song as well so yeah yeah I get great, it when you step decade. into the mm -hmm. highest version of yourself yes. like what you're talking about yes. that's really what you attract into your life so today we are going to talk about your brand new book yeah. and everything around this so this is her baby that she was talking about meant for more the proven formula to turn your knowledge into profits and so much more. And so uh, your story is so fascinating and inspiring, but what, let's just start, what inspired you to write the book? You know, I like, like you shared when you introduced me, I've had this privilege for the last decade of working with entrepreneurs in every kind of industry. And there's something that I see when I look in their eyes, be it from Zoom, you know, online or live event or one-on-one, -on -one, that I see when I look in my own eyes, I see when I look in your eyes, and I bet you I would see it in all of your eyes. And it is, the, the best way I could label it is that it's a feeling that won't go away, no matter how much we try to say we're good, you know, push it down, when this feeling comes up that we were meant for more, it is undeniable. And if you pay attention, it will keep tugging at your skirt or your coattails. Um, until you you pay attention to it. it, you know you can't push something down that's not coming up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not there all the time. We get into places in our life where we're in our meant for more journey, but it, they don't last forever. Uh, I think one of the greatest ex public examples is Oprah. Yeah. For 25 years, she was on her meant for more journey with her show right in the right place, I call it on her dime. Yeah. Like if there was a dime on the floor, that's how small the spot is, right? Yes. And, you, and she was like all her ten toes on it because she was so on her place in the universe. Mm -hmm. On purpose. Right? Mm -hmm. On purpose. That's a per perfect short way to say it. And, but then we all watched as she got the meant for more feeling. And yeah. you'd think, why would she ever move off that dime, right? She had everything, but she couldn't deny it. And yeah. we watched her close the show. We watched her create own network. We watched all which the- Which took courage. Which Tremendous took courage. courage. She did it with total generosity. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think back of all the things she did and all the acknowledgments around ending that 25 year yeah. run, right? Yeah. And compassion. And a lot of times the biggest place that compassion needs to be applied is to ourselves. Yes. 
And yeah, so she, you're right, leadership throughout. And then I think the part that we all need to really pay attention to is that it wasn't like she just jumped on over to own network and it, it was like out of the gate on her yeah. dime. We watched it like turn this way and that way and become different things and we wondered if Lots it would make of critics. it. A lot of armchair critics. Mm -hmm. And you're right. And, but she stayed with it and now we're seeing, oh, she's closer to her dime. She's closer to her dime, right? Like, yeah. And so we all have that and, and you know, Many of us, probably many of you here with us today, have maybe you've done something for five or 10 or 20 or 30 years. You've got this knowledge base, and you know, you're not ready for the golf course full time, but you want to yeah. do something with it. So, the first thing is to harvest it, you know, to really figure out what is your unique value. And, and that's one of the steps in the Meant for More formula is, is your unique value. Now, you, you asked want, me about my story, which I kind of skipped, but, but yeah. please, yeah. Well, I want to just yeah. touch on because I think that that feeling does come up, mm -hmm. but um, I, I think on one side, people can be very depressed in a way yeah. because there's something really missing, Yeah. but there can be a lot of fear oh, to step gosh. into your meant for more because, you know, you have the job or you have the comfort zone or, or whatever. Yeah. Well, we, we both talk about the trapeze. Mm -hmm. you, you have a lot more distinction in trapeze <laughs> than me, but in the energetic trapeze, right? I mean, yeah. you're hanging on this bar and life is working to whatever degree it is. You know, to, to reach for one that is just faint in the distance, yeah. right? And, and, and either grab them both where that's painful and you're stretched and a yes. lot of times we let go and go back or to fly through the air untethered, that, that's even more terrifying. So yeah. this is not- Or freeing, however yeah, you yeah, want to look at true. it. <laughs> it. Once you're there, yes. probably, right? But this, this is not for the journey for the faint of heart. Um, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel because there's so many of us that have reinvented over and over. Yeah. And I wrote Meant for More because of all the journeys I've taken and all the thousands of people we've helped and being able to say, what really were the steps that had to happen for people who successfully crossed over you know, from where they were into their, their new Meant for More journey that was calling their name. Right. So, and so tell a little yeah. bit, because you have pretty radically made some changes. I have. I have. Um, well, st stepping back just for a minute to sort of, if, if we haven't met, where this really got sourced from, kind of in the deepest part of me, is that uh, my mom passed away when I was about 19. So I was here in San Diego, going to San Diego State, and got the call that she had been diagnosed with lung cancer. She wasn't a smoker, there was no signs, she had a little back pain, and mm -hmm. it, it just like turned into... And I, I honestly, to this day, side note, think it was actually asbestos exposure at her corporate job. I don't mm -hmm. think it was lung cancer. Wow. In fact, when I check the box about history of cancer, I say no. Yeah. Um, because when you radiate asbestos, that, you know, yeah. a lot right. of people die from that. It's yeah. misdiagnosed. So that, that's another and thing. And which was big during that time, It was too. big, exactly. So she was 48. It was 10 months from diagnosis to death. Wow. I came home from college. I brought her home from the hospital. I held her in my arms as she took her last breath. And a lot was a blur, you know, mm -hmm. after that. But I, 
I was able to be there. I was able to be present. Mm -hmm. And in the weeks that followed, a lot of family and visitors, friends came. And we even had a wake in our small, modest, you know, like a very lower middle class, mm -hmm. uh, Canoga Park, California, you know, mid home, single mom, just me and my brother and her. A lot of people came and we had a little like celebration of life in our backyard. Mm -hmm. And at 19, people don't know what to say to you. It's very awkward. There's yeah. no good phrase, you know. Right. But what I remember, what they were saying, what was just reverberating that day, was people talking about all of the things that her name was Ina. Ina, you know, she was so generous. She really should have started her own thing. And if, if only she could have gotten a little more support. And, you know, I, I really wish she would have taken the leap. And it was just this chorus of woulda, coulda, shoulda, woulda, wow. coulda, shoulda. And I just, it rang in my head like I couldn't shake after that day. Wow. And I think that was my start to my personal development journey, sort of looking for who's my new parent gonna be, where mm -hmm. am I gonna continue that side of my heart education. And I'm pretty sure I made a decision that I was not going to lead a woulda, coulda, shoulda life. Right. You know, that I, if that day came for me, whenever mm -hmm. that, when that day came for me, yeah. that the, 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 uh, the chorus in the backyard would be, she did, wow, you know, like, yes. it would be, you know, she did it, she lived her men for more, she made a difference, she to the played fullest. full out, yeah. she was on the court, yeah. and, uh, you know, took the risks, and so I, I think something just snapped in me, like, in a good way, you know, thank you, mom, I think that's my mom, that's your legacy, mom, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the, what she wow. gave me with her life, yeah. and, uh, and I really just went on from there to try to figure out, you know, how can I make a good income, make money and make a difference? I wanted both. And I think for a lot of us who want both, which I'm sure anyone attracted to you and here mm -hmm. is that person because mm -hmm. you're mission driven. Yes, very much. I think that when you want both, sometimes we start out like I did. I had my corporate job in the nine to five to make money. Yeah. And then nights and weekends, I did all the things that made a difference. Right. And then I did my job nine to five, Monday to Friday, and then I made a difference on nights and weekends. And always with a yearning that those could be one. Yeah. Um, and, and really that's what happened and that's what we've been teaching for all these years. And this book is really an expression to say, okay, if you're at that place in life where you're having that feeling, here's a path you can walk. Right, yeah. yeah. And so I want to dive yeah. into some of these keys, but you also, I mean, I've had many different businesses too. You've yeah. kind of made some shifts as well. Yes, yes, yes. In fact, you've been so instrumental coaching me, mentoring Aww. me, because you have reinvented so many times. You, how many businesses have you? This is number 10. 10th business, right? Like. I had some little ones, but like this was my significant baby for the last decade. Yeah. And really while I was in uh, the side of my business that teaches sales conversion, mm -hmm. you know, how do you sell more without being salesy? That, that is called the invisible clothes side of our, our brand. Um, I really, when, you're, when I was in it, I just thought I'd be doing it forever. And then that feeling, that yeah. meant for more feeling that the other trapeze started to show itself and I couldn't believe it because, yeah. it, you know, everything, it was like Seinfeld. It's a great show. Everything's good. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Everybody's watching it. It's going great. It's the sweetheart of our, you know, yeah. so the space I'm playing in. And um, all of a sudden I, I knew that I needed to transform the model. Yeah. That the work itself that we teach wasn't 
uh, I wasn't done. It's still my mission. Right. Like everywhere I go, I see where people are stepping over thousands of dollars with their sales process. You yes. know, I mean, I, I go to get my eyebrows waxed and I'm yeah. dying that they're oh, not offering doing me a this. facial. You know, <laughs> like I get my facial down the street, but they have facials. Why aren't they telling me? Yeah. I mean, there's just nowhere I go because that's part of my dime. That's part mm -hmm. of my unique value. Mm -hmm. but, but the model that I was doing to get it out in the world, I knew... It, I was just feeling that it was ready to shift. It was like I checked the boxes. I'd been successful, you know, right. filling our events, filling our year-long programs, having online launches. Um, and it, it just, it felt like I needed to make space for, you know, the way I would personally express it is like God's hand to be able to direct me, right? right. For, for my trusted source to be able to give me, uh, you know, guidance to, to hear it. Right. And, you know, everybody has their own different ways they would express that. Maybe it's your inner knowing, you know, but I, that I, and I did, I went, it took, you were an inspiration because you've reinvented and bought and sold companies. And I figured out how to get our work out there still in a great way that didn't require me playing in the same model I had been playing. Mm -hmm. So it was really a, a shift in the model, not in the transformation that we offer. Right. And then there was space for Meant for More. Yeah. And really to be able to help people a little earlier in the chain. Like, okay, how do I, here's what I've come to since I saw you, that there's three phases to what I'm now calling the Meant for More journey. Okay. Now that phase two and three really utilize the existing business that I had. So phase one is discovering your unique value. And I'd love to give some tips on how you can start yeah, picking dude, up the breadcrumbs. Yeah, do. Let's do that. Yeah, and just phase two is once you know it, turning it into your offer. We call that nail your offer. Mm -hmm. And phase three is to build your sales conversion machine. Like, how are you going to get that offer out there? Mm -hmm. So so it's all integrated now since I saw you. And uh, cool how that happened. Yes. Um, but yeah, tips. It's a process. Yeah, so yeah. let's dive into, let's talk about phase one. Okay. What are some, phase, some tips there? So in the discover your unique value, which we dive in greatly to in... Oh, can't see that. The meant for more book. So proud, right? Like a proud mom. <laughs> see lipstick kisses on. It. Yes. <laughs> um, I think when you really put yourself into a book oh like you did. Yeah. Um, it's it's a tremendous amount of work, but it also yeah. feels so great when you can hand it yes. to somebody. And we want everybody to grab this book. And you've got and Lisa's got an amazing gift at the end too. But let's yeah, dive yeah, into yeah. some grab tips too because you're going to be looking at that other person when you start reading it and saying. Oh wow, you know she's meant for more. But yes. He's meant for more, you know. Um, so so we're 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 saying grab two. <laughs> you don't want to give your copy At least away. Two. <laughs> okay, so the meant for more book contains the meant for more formula. There's five different steps to it. Um, we're going to dive into step two, which is your unique value. How do you start uncovering it? And I want to give you guys some things that are, are kind of like breadcrumbs that you can just literally start right now. Just pay attention to. And it will illuminate um, parts of yourself that may have been so close to you that you can't see them. In fact, your unique value is kind of like this. If you play with me for a minute here, we'll see if Allison will do this or not. Um, okay. Put your finger on your nose. All right. Now try to look at your fingertip or your tip of your nose. <laughs> you can't yeah, see it. No, you can't. Because it's too close to you. Look cross-eyed, right? you but yeah. You have to do this too. So, it's so, your, your unique value sometimes is so close to you that you can't see it. But I mean, I can see yours and you yeah. can see mine, right? right? So here's a couple ways that we can use that context to start to see what it is. One is think about places in your life where people have come up to you over and over and said, Allison, 
could I take you to Starbucks and just pick your brain for about 20 minutes about your fabulous relationship? Yes. Or maybe I could pick your brain for how you fill your events with such amazing people. Or can I pick your brain about the amazing speakers you have at your events? I mean, the people you interview are like, how do you get them? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So those things that somebody would recognize in you, where mm -hmm. you light up and then you just have that special something about. And, and it comes out, I'm not kidding you, they want to pick your brain. So write down, and in the, the gift I'll give you, we actually take you through an exercise with this deeper. But like start by writing down all the places, like where have you heard this over and over and over? And when I did this as an example, People always wanted to pick my brain when they joined a new direct sales or multi-level. Anyone that did, really? they wanted to come pick my brain. How yeah. am I going to grow this, right? Because they could see that I don't, I don't have fear around making offers. I think it's a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. And that people think that's kind of strange. Well, talk to that for just yeah. a second. Because I do think people, you know, they have a passion, but they feel uncomfortable with sales. Like yes. they feel like there's a negative connotation or they're shy to put themselves out there. Yes. And you have a different spin on that. I do. In fact, thank you. Um, Allison's taking us right back to step one of the Men For More formula. So step two is discovering your unique value and we can talk about more tips. But before you do that, chapter one, step one, is all about making peace with sales. Because my spin is that if you are offering something that you really believe in, you do, I do, so many of you do, that it's a disservice not to make your offer. Mm -hmm. That to row people out into the lake of possibility of what it could be like to scale their business and then not give them something they can step into where they could actually have that reality. Yeah. It feels like, you know, rowing them into the middle of a lake and, and leaving them leaving, there with no oars, you know, leaving like, them. No life jacket. Just, Nothing. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and so, so I think it's a disservice not to make your offer for that reason. And then there's this other reason that's, you know, not quite so fun, but a lot of folks are going to be able to relate to this. Don't shoot the messenger. Um, the other reason is that if you're out there and you're speaking and you have your following on social and you're doing a podcast and you're blogging and you're doing all these things to educate people about why they need life insurance or financial planning or you know and name your service or whatever you know, accounting planning all of it any any service profession right, right. everything in health right if, if you're, you're educating the world but you're not making an offer that they can step into this is the dirty part it's kind of like you are doing the heavy lifting for your competition. Yeah. You're out there doing the expensive part, the time consuming part, the part that makes you feel depleted because if you're not making an offer, you probably do you probably are depleted. Yes. And then the new kid comes around. This happens in real estate all the time, right? We've got the 25-year veteran and then the the kid who's got his license for 6 months comes in and they're getting all the listings. Yes. And the veteran in any space is going, "I don't understand this." Right. Well, they probably watched Allison's podcast and saw this interview, <laughs> and they're the new guys making offers. Yes, and 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 it's leaving the veteran that knows so much more and really should get the business, scratching their head wondering why. Yeah. So so that you can change that. 
Yeah. Not stuck with that. Yeah. You just, you know, you need to ask for what you want and have something people can step into. And we call it on our campus an irresistible offer, mm -hmm. which is step four in the Men For More formula. So this is all in the book. Um, and the irresistible offer is really where the sell without being salesy comes in because if you pay attention to the markers that your ideal client would need and you hit those markers, it's not about learning how to sell. It's about caring enough to hit the markers that your client would need when yes. you present your offer, it will be irresistible to them. And an irresistible offer does what we call invite pursuit. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I figured this out young because I, what I saw, and this didn't matter if it was a romantic relationship or business, me in pursuit mode is not pretty. Mm -hmm. It's really not my best self. You know, <laughs> I am so much better when I invite pursue, when mm -hmm. people come to want to work with me, when they're interested in my offer, you know, interested yes. in me. So I, I, I went about figuring out how to invite pursuit in all areas of my life mm -hmm. um, because I just feel better that way. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, the door is open yes. already. Yes. People feel that invitation and then they want to learn more. Yeah, exactly. Right? They lean in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> this is so exciting. And so, um, uh, with the book, you obviously go into much further with this. Mm -hmm. Are there areas? Are is there? What What do you feel is the biggest challenge? Like when someone is, they feel like they're meant for more. Mm -hmm. But what do you think that's holding them back the most? I think that knowing. I think people will acknowledge the feeling, many people, right? Obviously, we're listening to wonderful shows and education like this because we're trying to quench that feeling. I think the biggest thing holding people back is just not knowing the steps to take. Mm -hmm. There's so many people today in our world that feel like they're living a life that wasn't totally of their choosing, Yeah. right? And then you're in it and you, you don't quite know how to get off the trapeze. Yeah. So I think not knowing the steps to take is one thing. And I think another thing, this one is kind of cool. Um, there's a belief that we need to work hard to succeed. Mm -hmm. And here's something that I found with the, the more people I've watched go through the Meant For More formula and my own experience, watching you as well, what if it's not that way? You know, like, what if you could be paid the most for the thing that comes the easiest to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's another breadcrumb on discovering your unique value. What are some things that are easy for you but baffle other people? Yeah. Right? And you're not pushing that boulder up the hill because no. you really are on point. You're on your dime yeah. and it doesn't feel like you're working. Totally. You know? I mean, there are so many times when I'm working with my highest level VIP clients, people, I had a guy fly in from Israel for one day to do like a VIP day, right? Yeah. Where we worked on his business the whole day, like the one that I did with you. Yes. So valuable. Yeah, it's um, incredible. Well, you probably had the same thought I had when he was with me and we were working. So many times I had the thought, Am I really getting paid for this? Mm -hmm. Right? And, and I know when I when I invested in a day with you, you were having fun. Yeah. You know? and I'm sure you were thinking like I'm with my friend and I'm helping her change her life. And am I really getting you have that thought? And so that's one of the ways you know you're on your dime. I'm sure Oprah was like, really? One of the world's richest women from doing this, like yeah. talking to amazing people and extracting their brilliance. Like, yeah. So so that's another breadcrumb is 
you may miss it. It's one of those tip of your nose because it comes easy to you and because you enjoy it, you might discount that this isn't the this isn't something I could really build something out of. Yeah. And and, and that's a that's something we really wanna hone in on because there's there's magic there. You're right. You know. That you could really make money at. Yeah. But the other thing too that I love about you, and I'm sure it's in the book, because you really design your life and your business around giving back. Yes. And that's been a big part that's true. of your life. Yeah. And um, and we're both aligned also with that well, as far as just like actually, my child. Well, yeah, we support a lot of the same causes and, and individuals who are out there making good things happen philanthropically. And I think there's yeah. a certain point you get in your life where you do that meant for more is I do want to give back. Yeah, it's true. It's funny, I, I try to remember who said this. They said entrepreneurs, we don't give back because we didn't take anything. Yeah. We just give. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, for me, it is part of my meant for more journey. And, and I, I feel so blessed every day. I just feel protected and guided and blessed. And I know I'm not a religious person. I'm definitely spiritually connected. But I know that a big part of the secret sauce that I I discovered my daughter's 13 now, my son's 16. That was part of me wanting to, you know, change my model to be there more during these critical years. Yeah. Um, and I know, I, I, you know, that the, gener the, the discovering tithing, like a non-denominational non form of giving um, that I discovered through listening to a speaker. It was actually at Agape Spiritual Center. Mm -hmm. I was like, I went to check that place I've out. I've been there. It's, it's awesome. so magical. Yeah. And um, I heard this woman speak, Edwin Gaines. She wrote a book called The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity that I've shared with you. Mm. And she talked about tithing, and I'm Jewish, you know, so I, we didn't have that word in my yeah. growing up. Mm -hmm. And the concept I had of it was not what she presented. She presented something I loved. Right. And so from listening to her. it was tzedakah or something like that. What's that? So it, and, um, in Hebrew, isn't it? Tzedakah oh, or something like the um, little coins, remember? Oh, oh, tzedakah, yes. Too. We have a tzedakah box. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. We have one in our kitchen, actually. This is a side note, but my 13-year-old daughter and I are having a bat mitzvah. Oh, this wow. summer, like, we're started, we started it for her, and then she goes, Mom, did you ever have one? And she called me out, and she's like, we're doing it together. Oh, my so gosh. That's kind of neat. That is. But um, where, was, where was I going? Oh. For me, the secret sauce to fulfillment, like with all the financial abundance, with all the contribution, with everything I've been able to do in my career, how I feel that I've managed to not fall into the trap of like having everything but feeling unfulfilled, I feel fulfilled and I know it's been the tithing. Yeah. You know, my company gives, myself and my company, 10% of everything we make to people, places, or institutions that feed us spiritual food. That's mm -hmm. Edwin's definition. Oh, I love that. You know, remind you of who you are, inspire you. Yeah. So even when I'm giving, like in the causes that we both celebrate, I, it's a very like little hairline way of thinking, but I'm not giving to need. I'm not looking to empower need. I'm giving to inspiration. Mm -hmm. I'm giving to the inspiration, for example, of our friend Vivian, who mm -hmm. runs Just Like My Child Foundation. And that that woman woke up and said, there's children across the world that are just like my child and I want to make a difference. I'm giving to grow inspiration, not need. Right. And it's, you know, it could look the same on the outside, but I always want my 
come from to be around the spiritual food that her work on the planet and all the people on the ground, you know, in Uganda and where she's yeah. working now in the Sioux Nations, the inspiration of people who are saying, I can step up, I can step out, I'm mm -hmm. looking for a hand, you know, a yeah. hand up, hand not up, a hand not. out. Exactly. Um, so that, that has, I feel, been the secret sauce to having fulfillment plus success. Um, mm -hmm. which I feel so forever grateful for. Yeah. And yeah. part of the That's Metaphor journey, it's, it, it is mentioned in the book, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so right. much, so much. Now you have a gift. I do. That goes, so can you tell everybody about that? I do, yes. Um, this first piece that we talked about, discovering your unique value, you know, mm -hmm. I created a mini course. It's a brand new course. It'll be $500 when it goes to market. Right now, when, when you invest in Meant for More, um, you get it free. You can actually wow. go uh, to meantformoregift.com. Meantformoregift.com. You put your name, you put your email. Puts you straight into our online business academy. So it doesn't matter where you live in the world, what time zone you're on, or even if you only just have a little time to give to it, there's three videos that guide you through, there's a workbook, and it'll just take you down a path to start to see what is your unique value, what is your million dollar value, what's your dime? And from there, you can decide, do I want to turn that into an offer? You know, do I want to create a, what we call, love your life sales machine? Yeah. <laughs> Allison has so many models you could look at to see if you want to scale that, you know, unique value into more. Um, well, this is such a gift. Yeah. This is such a gift. So not only do you get the book, you also get a course with the book. Um, and so it's really like sitting with you yes. and being coached by Lisa. Oh, so um, this is really amazing. So thank you for sharing this. I'm so honored to so be I here. So I want you to, uh, you definitely need to run out and get at least a couple copies. And um, these are great gifts to give for people that you really care about. And then you'll also get the course as okay. well. And in the course, um, you'll have all kinds of opportunities. There'll be coaching opportunities with me. There'll be a challenge that we're doing on Facebook where you can do the exercises and be held accountable. So. Yeah, start the Meant for More journey, and we never know where it's going to go, but we know it's going to be good. And let's help. Lisa's also Meant for More journey, too, with That's the book, right? right? So it journey. is exciting. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited to support you. Thank you. Yeah, so thank you for tuning in to the Scale or Fail show. And just as a reminder, our big event, Scale, is coming up this August 20th to the 22nd, right here in Coronado. So if you're at that place where you've got that established business, but you really want to multiply it beyond you, uh, and so that you can leave for a good period of time and your business continues to thrive, definitely check it out. We'll put the link below at thescaleevent.com. And until next time, get out there, elevate yourself because you are worth it. Bye, everybody.